soul and all that is within me bless his holy name this is the day that the lord has made we're rejoicing and we are glad about it we've come to worship the king of kings the lord of lords why because he is great and he is so greatly to be praised i'm so glad that you are joining us this morning live in your home in your house wherever you are go ahead and share this with your neighbor and your friends let them know that you're watching k chapel live we've come to worship the lord it's an exciting day it's a good day it's a great day to be alive and we give him the glory the honor and the praise come on and bless his name in here hallelujah blessed be the name of the lord amen are you blessed this morning do you know you're blessed this morning? Go ahead and give God some praise wherever you are. Go ahead and lift your hand and tell him thank you this morning for another day's journey. Thank you because you've been so good. Hallelujah. Oh, bless his name. Come on and join me in a moment of prayer. Father God, you are the good God. You are the King of kings. You are the Lord of lords and we worship and magnify your name right now. God, we bless you for being who you are. So kind, so gracious, so faithful unto us not because of anything that we've done but just because you are good just because you are God you brought us through another week Lord it's been a tough week we've seen numbers increasing we've seen deaths increasing but God you have been gracious and merciful unto us and so we thank you Lord and as we thank you we also pray for those who are suffering right now those who are grieving right now we pray, oh God, that you wipe the tears from their eyes and you be the lifter of their heads. Thank you, oh Lord. Now, God, we pray that you come into this worship experience, that you would have your way. Speak to our hearts, oh God. Anoint afresh these musicians that as they play, spirits are lifted, burdens are lifted. Sickness, oh God, is cast away in the name of Jesus. Because we know that there is ministry in music, but not only in the music, but in the word of God itself. And so God, use me in spite of me, that your word and your truth might go forth in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we glorify you now. We believe it to be done in Jesus' name and for his sake we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody know the Lord is good this morning? The Lord is good this morning and we're going to worship him. I, I believe it's an instrumental service this morning. Amen. We're going to let the instruments worship and praise his name this morning. Go ahead and stand to your feet if you can. Let's worship him together for the Lord is good.
Good morning. I'm Deacon Perry Allen, and I will bring you, bring you the scripture for today. Scripture comes from Luke chapter 15, verses 1 through 7. It reads as follows. Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. And he spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness, and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he called together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you, that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more, more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. Let us pray. Thank you, Father, for this day, this space, and this time of praise. Father, thank you for allowing each person listening to the sound of my voice and them choosing to worship with us this glorious day. Father, I stand before you asking for faith a spiritual faith that comes from you and is sustained through your grace and mercy, a doctrinal faith that is built on your holy and inspired word, a growing faith that compels us not to only study your word, but to live it, a saving faith that reminds us that we are given the gift of eternal life through the blood of Jesus Christ, a humble faith that allows us to submit to your will for our lives, a reassuring faith that reminds us of how you have never failed us in the past, Father, we ask that for unwavering, enduring faith that allows us to face the hurts, the pains, the disappointments, the lies, and the doubt that this world offers us. For we pray for the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. That thing that is not of this world, but of you, Father. Not only for ourselves, but for those that still do not know you in the pardon of their sins. Bless this space. Bless our praise. Bless the earthly shepherd called to lead your flock, that he may share and bring understanding to your word. Father, these blessings we ask through the redeeming blood of Jesus, our Christ. Amen. Amen. Let the church say amen. The psalmist declares in Psalm 150, praise ye the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him for his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and the harp. Praise him with the timbrel and the dance. Praise him with stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon loud sounding cymbals. Praise him upon the crashing cymbals. Then the psalmist says, let everything that hath breath praise ye the Lord. Let everything, let everyone that hath breath Praise ye the Lord. If you are taking in oxygen this morning, you've got something to thank the God, thank God for. Thank the Lord for. Praise ye the Lord. We've got instruments here this morning. We thank God for those instruments and they're going to praise the Lord. But I want you, wherever you are, to open your mouth, your instrument. Let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord praise him because he's good praise him because he's good I said praise him because he's good what a mighty God we serve amen what a mighty God we serve what a mighty God we serve 
Pat, can we can we do a little? I know, I know. We yeah, a little praise him, old school praise him. Yeah, yeah, just a little old school praise him. Praise ye the Lord. That's it. That's it. Come on, we gonna we gonna let you have church in your house right now. Come on, sing it. Praise him. Praise him. Go on and praise him. Praise him. That's it. Praise him. Praise him. You ought to praise him. Praise him. Jesus. Jesus. Blessed Savior. Blessed Savior. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. Somebody got to praise in your spirit. You ought to say praise him. Praise him. With everything you have. Praise him.
Him thank you this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Bless His name. Glory to the Lamb of God. Do you know He's good? Somebody know He's good. Somebody knows He's good. Oh, hallelujah. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. Bless your name, God. My God, my God. He's worthy to be praised. Amen. Amen. Listen, it's giving time. If you got your offering ready, you're ready to give, go ahead and you can give by way of texting to the number that's on your screen. You can give by way of the church app. As always, you can always drop your offering off at the, at the office. If you haven't done so already, we'll be here at the close of service. You can drive by and drop it off. Whatever you do, we want you to give liberally and cheerfully for the Lord loves a cheerful giver. Amen. God has been good to you. Let's be good to the Lord right now. Give as God has so prospered you.
thank you for the funds that were collected, Father. Father, we want to thank you for those that gave, for they are blessed. Father, we want to thank you for those that had a desire to give, for they are blessed. And Father, we want to thank you for those that will receive, for they are blessed. Father, we thank you for all of your giving. And Father, we doubt that you would hold it against us if we try our best to outgive you, knowing that that is impossible. But Father, as we give, we ask you to continue to allow us to give with a cheerful and joyous heart. Father, these blessings we ask through your son Jesus, and in his holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endures to all generations. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for your faithfulness and giving. Thank you so much for continuing to bless this ministry in the marvelous way uh, that you do. God has seen us through so much. And it's because you have been faithful. You have done that which you told the Lord and that which you committed to this church that you would do. And so we thank you for being true to your word. We want to ask that you continue to lift up our brothers and sisters who are in need of prayer. Many have lost loved ones on this past week. We particularly ask that you be in prayer for Sister Gloria Whitley, uh, who lost her mother. Her mother transitioned earlier this week. Uh, that's Sister Josephine Smith. Uh, arrangements have not been completed at this time, but we certainly ask uh, that you keep that family in your prayers and lift them up. Uh, her mother made 97 years old, 97 years old uh, on Wednesday, and then she went to be with the Lord on Thursday. Amen. And so we thank God for a long life long life lived. Certainly we are also asking that you be in prayer for Sister Pearl Harper, uh, who lost her sister, Sister Katie Olive. That church, that, that service rather, uh, is going to be uh, held at, I'm sorry, the viewing is going to be held uh, at the People's Funeral Home on Thursday, August 26th, and then the funeral services will be uh, held also on Friday the 27th at People's Funeral Home Chapel. Uh, the burial will take place at the Taylor Hill Cemetery, which is located on Highway 463 in Madison, uh, Mississippi. So keep Sister Pearl Harper and the Harper family in your prayers as well. There's so many others uh, who, are in, who are affected uh, and who have been touched by loss and sickness uh, in our community and in our church family. So certainly we want to be lifting those individuals up as well. God will continue to see us through. Listen, we want you to be safe. Continue to practice social distancing. Wear your masks. I've even graduated to the uh, to the N95 mask now. I think uh, with that Delta variant, uh, we want to take as many precautions as we can. And also, I want to thank Sister Christy Page uh, for sending to the church a donation of N95 masks. Uh, we're going to be uh, distributing those accordingly. Christy, I know you're watching right now because I already saw you on the timeline. So thank you for your donation uh, of those N95. We're going to make N95 masks. We're going to make sure uh, they get distributed to those who, who particularly uh, are having immunocompromised situations and those who desire them. Thank you so much for thinking about us. Amen. God bless you and God keep you is our prayer. We're going to get one more selection and then we'll hear the word of God.
love the Lord this morning? Anybody really love the Lord this morning? Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with the Lord. The best thing. The best thing I've ever done. Hmm. Oh, how I love Jesus. <laughs> Because he first loved me. Now, I fell in love with him. But the truth of the matter is, he first, he first loved me. Hmm. Oh, how I love Jesus. Amen. 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 I could listen to you all minister in music all day long. Thank you, Maurice, for sitting in with us on this morning. Amen, amen, and thank you to all of you for all that you always do in order to help us lift up the name of Jesus. Luke chapter 15, Luke chapter 15, beginning with verse 1, these words you will find recorded. Then drew near unto him all the publicans and sinners for to hear him. The Pharisees and scribes murmured, saying, This man receiveth sinners and eateth with them. He spake this parable unto them, saying, What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he lose one of them, doth not leave the ninety and nine in the wilderness and go after that which is lost until he find it? And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I say unto you that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over ninety and nine just persons which need no repentance. I want to talk from the subject this morning. He found me. He found. He found me. I wonder if anybody can relate to the experience of having ever been lost have you ever been lost being lost being lost can be a scary feeling when you don't know where you are or how to get to where you want to be that's just lost my, my first period my first recollection of ever being lost was when I was a little boy um, it was in the mid-70s. I'm going to come back to why that date is important in a minute. But in the mid-70s, and, and my family and some friends uh, met up at the reservoir for some kind of party. Maybe it was a birthday party or something. And we were at one of the park areas where there were pavilions. Everybody was getting ready for the party, and getting the food ready. And I have always liked water. And so when I saw the water, I started wandering towards the water. And I think it was, I think it was Old Trace Park because you all know when, when, when that slope happens on Old Trace Park and you can barely see the pavilion anymore when you're down by the water, I think that's where we were because, because evidently I had gone so far that when I looked back, because I was small then, I turned around and all I could see was grass 
and all I could see this way was water I had lost sight of my people I couldn't hear anybody I couldn't see anybody all I could see was grass on one side water on the other side I was lost and the reason why I told you it was the mid 70s was because that was right around the time when Jaws had come out y'all remember Jaws I'm a little kid. I don't know the difference between fresh water and salt water. All I know is that's a lot of water, and I just saw Jaws. And I'm lost, and I'm sure that in a few minutes, Jaws is going to jump up out of that water and get me. And it was then that I heard my mother's voice calling my name. And she came running down that hill. And I was sitting there crying. She scooped me up, took me back to the pavilion. And I don't even remember, Carol, I don't even remember if she scolded or chastised me. I don't remember any of that. All I remember is Jaws didn't get me. And my mama found me. This passage of scripture is the first in a cluster of parables that Jesus tells in order to convey the message that God doesn't give up on people who are lost. The Lord does not abandon or turn his back on the lost. The Lord does not turn a blind eye or ignore the cries of the lost. In fact, the Bible teaches us that it is not the will of God that any should remain lost or perish. That's in 2 Peter 3 and 9. It says, the Lord is not slack concerning his promise as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward us, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. In other words, God cares about the lost and you know the stories that make up this cluster of parables one story one of the stories is about a coin that has gotten lost inside of the house they gotten lost inside of the house apparently because of the condition of the house the other parable is about a son who has gotten lost, not because of the condition of his house. In fact, he came from a good house, an intact home, the, a present and actively engaged father. But this son ends up lost because of mixed up priorities. He was more interested in having fun than in having a future. More interested in spending money than building a life. So he ends up lost in his own imaginations, lost in his lusts for worldly possessions, lost in his desire to live the lifestyle of the rich and famous. He was lost. But the one that calls our attention this morning is the first parable, this parable of the lost sheep. What I'd like for us to take note of in this parable is not so much the issues of the sheep, but rather the actions of the shepherd. Because in this parable, there are some clear actions of this shepherd that speak to what the Lord does for us when we like sheep go astray, when we like sheep wander off, when we like sheep get lost. I need to warn you now because... This is a parable. It is an analogy. And at some point, all analogies break down. 
And even though we can see the Lord in this parable, it is not a perfect analogy because it begins, watch this, with the shepherd losing one of his sheep. If there's anything that we know about the Lord is that he is able to keep that which is committed unto him. It is not possible for the Lord to lose what has been placed in his hands. For I heard him declare in John 6 and 39, and this is the Father's will which has sent me that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. In fact, Jesus says, with even more clarity in John 10 and 28 verse 29 he says and I give unto them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand my father which gave them me is greater than all and no man is able to pluck them out of my father's hands and so it is impossible for the Lord to lose one of his children that's good news because what that tells me is that even when I've lost my way, that the Lord has not lost me. I wish y'all would talk to me right there. I say, even when I've lost my way, that the Lord has not lost me. Even when I'm wandering away and losing my focus, the Lord still has his hands on me. Even when I've gone too far and don't know how I got so distanced from him in the first place, the Lord has not taken his hand nor his eye off of me. And there's no need of us acting. Like Christians don't sometimes lose their way because we do. Disciples of Christ who are following Jesus can sometimes lose their way. Believers who are redeemed by the blood of Christ can sometimes lose their way. Born again saints of God who love the Lord and who are the called according to his purpose can sometimes lose their way. How is it possible? I'll tell you how. Too much of the world and too little of the word can cause Christians to lose our way. Too many parties and not enough praying can cause Christians to lose our way. Too much social media and not enough personal devotion can cause Christians to lose our way. But I'm glad this morning that when I lost my way, the Lord knows where to find me. I'm glad that when I don't know where I am, he does. I'm glad that when I can't find my way to him, he finds his way to me. When I can't see his face, he hears my voice. And I know that if his eye is on the sparrow, he's watching over me. Yes, it is possible for even the saved to get off track every now and then and lose their way from time to time. And when such occurs, the good news is that this text tells us something that we can anticipate about God. First thing we see in this text is the shepherd leaving. Jesus says, when one is lost, that the shepherd leaves, watch this, the 99 in order to find the one. Now, I know a lot of folk who would have been fine and content with the 99. Wish I had a witness here. In fact, I know some folk who, who would have said, didn't know nobody tell him to leave anyhow. Y'all ain't talking to me. <laughs> would have been content and settled 
with just having kept the 99. But this parable has us to understand that for the Lord, 99 won't do. That one lost sheep matters to him. Why does it matter to him? Because the Bible calls him the good shepherd. And because he is the good shepherd, even one sheep pulls at and tugs at the heart of God. God is not content with 99 knowing that one is out there somewhere. What that tells me is that even though we may wander away from him, that we are still precious to him. Even though we may lose our way from the fold, we are still precious to him. Even though we may get into trouble doing things, we shouldn't be doing going places, we shouldn't be going acting ways, we shouldn't be acting, we are still precious to him. And the Lord is not willing that we should remain lost, so he leaves the 99, come searching for the one. And I'm not too ashamed to admit this morning, I've been the one. You can act like you've always stayed in the fold if you want to, but I've been the one, the one who wasn't where I should have been in my relationship with him. I've been the one, the one who, who had strayed away from the fold and gotten too far from the church. I've been the one. I've been the one who has not been in where I should be in my faith walk. I've been the one that got lost, the one who went too far down the hill, the one that wandered away in my own imaginations, the one who put too much distance between myself and my Savior. I've been the one, but the good news this morning is that the Lord loved me enough that he came looking for me, and not only looking for me, but he found me because he's a good shepherd. And I don't believe I'm by myself. I don't believe. I believe there's some folk who are meant to be here, Reverend. I've been the one too. I've, I've strayed away. I've gone my own way. I've done my own thing. I knew the Lord, but, but I still did some stuff I wasn't supposed to do. But thanks be to God, he found me. He found me. He found me. He found me. He, he is the good Shepherd, And the good shepherd knows that if he does not go after that one sheep, that it is highly possible and in fact probable that that sheep will die. Not only will he be lost, but eventually he will die because it's a sheep and sheep can't defend themselves. He will die cannot find its own way to food and water. It needs a shepherd to lead him there. If he is lost for long, he will die. It cannot outrun its enemies that want to attack with him. Attack him. If he's left long lost, he will die. There is the possibility that he will be devoured by wolves. There is the danger that he will fall into a cavern or off a cliff or into a creek. There is the very real possibility, the very real probability that it will wander into the wilderness until it starves to death. So God goes after the lost sheep because he does not want it to die and so the Lord watch this the Lord leaves those who are safe in order to find the one in danger number two second thing we can expect 
from this great shepherd, this good shepherd. We see in this text the shepherd not only leaving, but we see the shepherd looking. Just one sheep goes missing, and the shepherd goes looking for it. And looking for that one sheep means that the shepherd now, watch this, has to put himself in some predicaments. Looking for that sheep, the shepherd has to put himself at risk. Ah. Looking for that sheep, the shepherd would have to go in some dark places. Looking for that sheep, the shepherd would have to go through some dark, deep valleys. Looking for that sheep, the shepherd would have to deal with some things that would be a risk to him. Isn't that what Jesus did for us? This good shepherd took on the gory cruelty of Calvary's cross just so he could find the lost sheep. He put himself in danger, sacrificing his own body and giving of his own blood for the one lost sheep. Luke chapter 19 verse 10 says, For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. Jesus says, my mission is to look for those who are lost. My purpose is to seek out those who are lost. I came to find those who are lost and bring them into or back to the fold. And he is so committed to our salvation and to our sanctification and to our security that he was willing to die for it. John 10 and 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. But he that is a hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not seeth the wolf coming and leaves the sheep and fleeth. The wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling flees because he is a hireling and cares not for the sheep. He says, but I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep. I'm known of them as the father knoweth me even so know I the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. Mm. Jesus said a hireling wouldn't do this. Other folk, other folk might claim, claim to love you. He says but I really love you and the reason you know I love you is because I laid down my life for you. A lot of folk have lip service. He said, but I'm giving you life service. I'm going to lay down my life so that you won't be lost. That's what he did at Calvary's cross. That's what he gave at Calvary. When the blood of Jesus comes streaming down, it is atoning, it is redeeming, it is life saving and he gives it so that we might not be lost he's the good shepherd but then thirdly it's in this text not only do we see him leaving not only do we see him looking but we see the shepherd lifting after he locates the sheep after he finds it 
Jesus says of the, in this parable, he says, the shepherd lays the sheep upon his shoulders. Watch this, y'all. After he finds him, he, he doesn't, watch this, he doesn't take his rod and, and whoop him and say, bad sheep, come on here and follow me. He picks the sheep up, puts him on his shoulders to take him back to the fold. He recognizes that the sheep has been through some anxiety, through some scary moments, through perhaps some even being attacked. And rather than make him walk at his side, he scoops down and picks him up and places him on his shoulder. Is there anybody here that's glad this morning that when the Lord found you, he not only found you, but he picked you up. He picked you up. He, he didn't make you just get on with your life, but he picked you up so that you could regain your strength and you could regain your focus. He picked you up. The old church used to say he picked me up and turned me around and placed my feet on solid ground. He picked me up. That's good news, y'all. Because, because, because what that says is he didn't just, he didn't just watch this, make you walk back through the mess you just came through. Y'all missed that. He, he, listen, there's some times when you've been lost and in your being lost, you made some messes of your life. You made a mess of your situation, a mess of your relationship, a mess of your condition. But thanks be to God, there's some things that the Lord doesn't make you walk back through. He picks you up. He carries you. He covers you. He keeps you. Thank God he picked me up. Picked me up. Kept me from having to go through some trouble. Picked me up out of some situations you wandered into. Picked you up out of some waters you waded into. Picked you up out of some chaos that you created. Picked you out of. Picked you up out of a hole that you dug for yourself. Picked you up out of a mistake that you made. Picked you up out of a bad decision you made. Picked you up out of your own turmoil. Picked you up out of your hardship. Picked you up out of the headache, the pain, the problem. Love lifted me. The songwriter said. When nothing else could help, love lifted me. He picked me up. There are some scenarios that the Lord could have just let play out in your life. And if you don't say anything, you ought to say, thank you, Lord, for picking me up and carrying me over some stuff. For picking me up and, and not having let me have to deal with some of the consequences of my choices. You, you picked me up and carried me over some things. Picked me up. Allowed you to regain your strength. Last thing and I'm through. Here it is. It's in the text. You see him leaving. You see him, uh, you see him looking. You see him lifting. But then the last thing in the text, you see the shepherd laughing. Now, now you say, what is he laughing about? Well, good news is he's not laughing at you. There are a lot of folk who when they help you, they can't wait to laugh at you. They'll laugh at you and tell you, I told you so. They'll laugh at you and tell you what you shouldn't have done and how you shouldn't have listened. But, but the laughter of the Lord in this text is not, 
a condemning laugh, but rather it is a joyful laugh. Listen to it. It says, the shepherd gets home. He calls his friends and says to them, rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep, which was lost. Shepherd is able to rejoice with his friends and his neighbors because the lost sheep is now found. The shepherd is overjoyed about the rescue of this one lost sheep. And then Jesus makes the point that in heaven, when just one soul is saved, when one child is found, when one man is found, when one woman is found, when one person is found, it says there is more rejoicing in heaven than for the 99 that were already in the fold. He said, listen, I know a lot of folk would be happy about the 99. He says, but I get joy knowing that uh, just one has been found in the Lord today. Jesus says that there is one who brings me joy. There is one, yeah, who makes my heart smile. Oh, Lord, there is one that causes me to rejoice. Good God Almighty, and that one is the one that's been lost in the Lord. That one is the one who wandered off. That one is the one that was in the fold, but left out of the fold, but now has been found and brought back in again. Good God Almighty, he says, you might rejoice over the 90 and the 9, but when one comes into heaven, the angels are rejoicing. When one comes into heaven, the cherubim get to shouting. When one comes into heaven, the seraphim open their mouths. Good God Almighty. And you might be glad to have a church full of folk. But I'm glad this morning that the Lord rejoices. When just one comes, say yes, say yes. That brings me joy. Because what that means is, is that if one makes a decision, heaven gets the news and heaven starts to shouting. When one says yes to the Lord, heaven gets the news and heaven starts to shouting. When one says, come into my life and make me a new creature, heaven gets the news and the angels rejoice in the Lord. So glad today that I was the one, the one that's been lost, that's one that's on the outside, the one that couldn't find his way. But one, I 
say one Tuesday night and I remember my night it was one Tuesday night I was sitting right over there the evangelist was preaching in an August revival and I remember that Tuesday night I came to the Lord and I said Lord save me Lord fix me Lord change me Lord turn me around is there anybody at home today that can testify he did it for you but he did it for me he picked me up turned me around placed my feet on solid ground say yes say yes me I say he found me he found me the reason he found me because he honestly never kept his eye off of me I was lost but he was always there wandered away but God always stayed right there songwriter said I once was lost <laughs> but now I'm found blind but now I I see thanks be to God he is the good shepherd he waits right now for you who have wondered you who have gone too far you who have lost your way God hadn't left you now you may have left him but God hadn't left you and here's the good news saints I want to talk to two groups of people here here's the good news if you're already saved and you've just wandered off here's the good news for you you've never been watch this unsaved once you receive salvation your wandering away does not take that gift away so what you need to do is you you need to turn around because he's he's right there he's looking at you he's waiting for you he'll pick you up he'll bring you in he'll dust you off and he'll set you back in the fold again that's the first group but now to the second group you who have never been in the fold you who have just been wandering on yourself by yourself all alone and you've heard about church and the church folk and you've been in your own fold looking over and seeing how they do life and 
But the truth of the matter is there's been something on the inside of you for a long time now telling you, you need to watch this. You need to change foes. You need to change pastures. You need another shepherd. One that's not a hireling, but one who will give his life that you might live. That's this good shepherd. And his name is Jesus Christ. If you're here, if you're there, wherever you are across these United States, across this globe, wherever you're tuned in this morning, you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You're not in the fold. But you can be right now. You can be one of his sheep right now. And I promise you, you want to be in his fold. How do you do it? Here's what you do. Just pray this prayer with me. If you're ready to be a part of his fold, you're ready for him to be your shepherd, pray this prayer with me right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to be one of your sheep. Be my good shepherd. Save my life. Save my soul. I believe Jesus to be the son of God. I believe Jesus died on a cross for my sins. And I believe he rose again from the dead. And by faith, accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior in Jesus name Amen listen if you prayed that prayer welcome to the fold welcome to the family of God we're all just sheep but thanks be to God we can be in the same fold and have the same great shepherd so if you prayed that prayer, go ahead and call the number that's on your screen that somebody's waiting to talk to you to give you next steps in order to know how to live out your new faith in Jesus Christ. If you strayed away from the fold, but now you need to come back home and rededicate your life to Christ, you call the number that's on the screen as well. Somebody will lead you into that rededicated life. You've been lost. You, you say, but you've been lost. It's time for you to come back home. It's no, it's no coincidence that this is the message that you tuned into to hear this morning. That's no coincidence. That's the Spirit of God saying to you, come back home. Go ahead and thank him this morning. Thank you, Lord. You can thank him for being a good shepherd. Thank you, Lord. wants to thank him for finding them. Thank you. Thank you. Lord. I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you. You up. That's oh, my testimony. He picked me up. <laughs> yeah, 
service kind of love it's it's a personal sacrifice kind of love and it's that love that we celebrate this morning as we eat of this bread and we drink of this cup the Bible declares that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life his love was manifested toward us in so much that while we were yet sinners Christ died for us this morning we celebrate and commemorate the life and the sacrifice of our Savior and we do this in remembrance of him He took bread and break it and blessed it and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is broken for you. Likewise, after the same manner, he took the cup and blessed it, saying, This is the blood of the New Testament, which is shed for the remission of sin. As often as we do this, we do show forth his death and his suffering. Until he comes again, let us drink together. Thank you, Lord. And when they had finished, they sung a hymn and went out into the Mount of Olives. Hallelujah. Can we sing a little bit? What a fellowship. Oh, the everlasting heart. 
may the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with each of you now, henceforth, and forevermore. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. God bless you. Go in peace.